Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, where two work from home entrepreneurs who are laughing their way through life, parenthood, and owning creative businesses. I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, and performer, and mom of four. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. Hey guys, it's Katie here. I have four kids. What is happening? My life is, uh, it's a little crazy right now. And the last thing I want to think about is what is for dinner. But I also want to lose this baby weight. So I want to do paleo. I want to do gluten-free. And ideally, I do not want to have to think too hard. And that's why I love Prep Dish. Guys, literally, I literally use it. I literally love it. It's super affordable. It gives you a uh, meal plan for the week. You get a detailed grocery list that is like the most dumbed down version. You cannot possibly forget an item because it's broken down so easily by section. You get a meal plan for the week. And the best part of all, you pick a night, you prep your meals for like an hour or two and everything is done for the entire week. From then on, you just grab what you need that night and it's already chopped. There's no getting out your cutting board throughout the week. It's all done and it has saved my sanity. Guys, it's also super affordable. Visit prepdish.com slash SK where the founder Allison is offering you a free two-week trial and you can try it out for free. This is a no-brainer. And if you do decide to join, it breaks down to, uh, let's see, like a monthly subscription. It's like three fifty a week. Or if you get a yearly subscription, it's only two bucks a week. And if you're like me, it is so easy to just toss a $2 item in your grocery cart. So uh, just toss this metaphorical item in your metaphorical grocery cart and it'll make your whole life easier. Prep dish, do it. Hey guys, welcome back to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. Today we are sitting down to talk with a real life life coach. Her Mm. name is Madison Headland. She's awesome. We know her in real life, so we're all here live in person. She is a real talk, no BS life coach. She's easygoing, passionate, she's a visionary, and she is super energetic, which we love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is so dedicated to helping women reclaim their self and their personal power and to come alive in their own truth. And we love her. We do love you. And That's she's here. Too soon? No. Um, I feel like I just need to warn the listeners. It's going to yeah. be chatty. There will be a lot it's of gonna, It's going to be energetic. <laughs> the energy going to be a lot. <laughs> we're normally like a 9 out of 10. This could push us to 11. Yeah. And we're having coffee. And, and there's coffee. Ooh. We're caffeinated. Um, anyway, but before we get into the awesome topic, which is, I'll just tease it, why high-achieving women so easily fall into people-pleasing. Oh, uh, I'm already uncomfortable. Um, and then also how to overcome Feel perfectionism and how to do that. So Feel this like could be good. We're going to get schooled. Um, but first, we have to thank our amazing um, sponsor, fake sponsor. Oh, my sponsor. goodness. I'm so excited we about this forgot. one. I am, I, too. This is kind of a big one. I love this real big sponsor. Me too. This episode is brought to you by (gasps) Myers-Briggs. Oh my gosh, that's the best. (laughs) Your face. Your face. Uh, Have you heard of Myers-Briggs? Have you heard of it? I've never heard of it. We may have all taken it. It's a little inside joke because every time I see Madison, we immediately start talking about Myers-Briggs because we're both ENFPs, which is the personality type it's to, the best one. To want okay, I'm to an, want to talk about Mars Briggs repetitively. I'm an ENFJ. Yep. Which is close. It's close. You're probably more organized. I'm the reason this podcast is getting out to your ears. It's very true. If it were up to me, I would have done two episodes very excitedly, very quickly, and then Forgot retired it. it. Right. Yep. But I'm still the fun part. Okay, but right. also <laughs> Madison and I have um we say we can J out. So we I can J out. I think J out on me. We're not like I retook it recently piece. hoping I would be a J. <laughs> and I wasn't. Okay. I so do okay. that all the time. 
stop. I've grown trying. I've grown and I very actively <laughs> tried to change my P into a J. And if you're not familiar with Brett Myers-Briggs, first of all, you can take right. it for free, 16personalities.com. This is like a real ad now because I'm that passionate about it. Right. We're not going to just talk about Myers-Briggs the whole time, though. Um, but the difference between a <laughs> P and a J is really like your your organization of follow-through yeah. and, and uh, you know, the, all the things Shaylee's good and at. J is a little more decision-making and... Yeah, you're really decisive. I'm decisive. Are, am I decisive? Mm. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> you have to decide. Um, yeah, you have to decide. Okay, so we had to contractually come up with some tags for my spring. Oh, I forgot. Right? I thought we were just talking about Right, it well, forever. don't worry. I'm just over here with my J keeping us on track. Thanks. Um, okay, so Myers-Briggs. Oh, oh taglines. Myers, Myers-Briggs. Uh, I already know everything about you, just based on four letters. There's nothing more to discover. Yeah, Thanks, Spice. <laughs> what? I'm gonna put you in a box. Myers Briggs. I'm putting you in a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's TM. good. Myers Briggs. Feel left out yet? <laughs> oh, that's just a Shaylee one. Mm, just or everyone, or everyone listening that's never taken it. Uh, pause it. Go take it. Come back, and you just you'll rethink. These are hilarious. Real life. If you're a TJ, you're not going to take it. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're saying I'm not going to take that, you know. Um, Katie sent this to me when we, I don't even know if we had started. I think you were just wanting to know. I was courting you. She was, she was grooming me for the podcast and she texted me and made me take it. And she was like, take this right now and tell me what letters you have right now. First of all, I'm sure there was an emoji with it. There was a winky face or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. And I took it. Were you right? Um, yeah, pretty close. I figured you were ENF. Yes. Yes. So anyway. Um, fun fact, my husband and I have no letters in common, so that's, that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Woo! Uh, Myers-Briggs. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Myers-Briggs. Thanks for making us think that we know everything about ourselves. Yep. Okay. All right. So, um, moving to the topic. Let's let's do it, because Madison's going to school us. So, one of the topics you gave us, which is perfect for us that we kind of bumped you with as well, is why high-achieving women so easily fall into people-pleasing. Yeah. So as people-pleasing women who are potentially middle-of-the-road achieving, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be like, as a high-achieving woman. As a high-achieving woman. It yes. sounds really nice, doesn't it? It says high Put yourself in that category. We're, high, we're high-achieving women. Why do we fall into people-pleasing? Are you asking me? Um, yeah. I feel like I should be asking you. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Don't, don't, don't you coach us. This is actually a coaching call. No. No, I mean, I think it depends on how you're raised. Like, I could go down that road, but I think most women who are high achievers got there because they are really good at being good at things, mm-hmm. and which probably means a lot of praise and affirmation comes from that, which means if, if people like that, it's a fuel. And so it can also be a lot of the roles that women play in jobs are service roles and if they're good at those roles they're making people happy and so there's this cross between like identity and what culture tells a woman she should be and like approval mixed with work or Mm -hmm. mothering or whatever it is it's like you kind of start to get your identity from making people happy Mm -hmm. and yeah that checks out yeah checked Check, check, check. Um, and is that is that a, a bad thing? We don't want that, right? <laughs> right? We want to please you, Madison, and we don't want to be a people pleaser if that's not pleasing to you. So yeah, if it's not pleasing to you, we can change. <laughs> well, I mean, this is something that I struggle with <clears throat> right. and have for a really long time. And so it's actually something I'm even realizing I was doing in my business. Like, I wasn't wanting to make transitions in my business because I didn't want to upset my clients. Mm. And so it's really tricky because 
as a business owner and you guys own businesses, you want to make your client happy because mm-hmm. that's how you get paid. Right. Is delivering a good product. But at what point are you overworking and overdoing? And it becomes a point where if someone's unhappy with something, you're like stressed out or freaking out mm-hmm. or if someone's mad at you, you can't be okay with that person's feelings belong to them. Right. Or you, you maybe right. like cry at night if you get an email that seems snarky. Yeah, Everything feels like a personal, <clears throat> a personal mm-hmm. attack versus right. being able to compartmentalize. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you don't want to compartmentalize so much that you're, like, cold. You're like, mm, suck, suck, you know? It right. doesn't feel good either. Like, I think that's why it's tricky because a lot of us are compassionate and loving and mm-hmm. we're in the roles we play because we like to make people happy in, like, the healthy way. Right. But it gets to be a little unhealthy if you end up living for other people. Right. So where do you feel like the line is as far as in a healthy way? Like, what do you feel like is a healthy form and maybe we should use another term besides people pleasing I think that's a really an easy one but I think that that could be defined in so many different ways mm-hmm. but what do you feel like is kind of a a line of this could be a healthy way boundaries. and this could be yeah yeah I think boundaries are definitely important I feel like a lot of it comes from like where are you getting your worth hmm. and I think if like you like make people happy because that feels good to give to people, that's a good thing. Like, a lot of my job is helping people's lives. But in my job, if someone doesn't do any of the action steps or doesn't take any of the steps, they're not going to see change. And Mm -hmm. if I make that my responsibility, I'm overstepping. Mm. And if I make, like, someone in my family is struggling with something and I do what I can within my boundaries, but if I'm constantly worried about that person and their choices, maybe that's a little bit unhealthy. Yes. Or, like, codependent. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's tricky because every situation is different. I think this happens a lot when women go into workplaces mm-hmm. and they like want to do a really good job. So then they become the go-to person and kind of get taken advantage of in that workspace. Right. Where like, if you always volunteer to take notes in the meeting, you become the note taker. Yes. You become the secretary. If you don't meeting, have because, boundaries, right. people will just use you. And not because I don't think most people without boundaries are trying to be mean. Like I don't think people yeah. are trying to be overstepping, but if you're, open to helping people they're going to see you as the person who likes to help people so they're going to ask you and then eventually you're like I hate everyone yes and that doesn't feel good because if you've gotten to that point if you hate everyone like maybe <laughs> your like boundaries 30, like 30%, 30%. <laughs> right <laughs> like like I was telling you guys earlier whenever I was so busy that people were messaging me about nice things and I was like why is everyone messaging me and it's yeah. like maybe I should reevaluate mm-hmm. my boundaries with myself. Right. Yeah. And like not open those messages until I have the mental capacity to answer them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. I've done that before where I get annoyed at like the world because my phone keeps going off and I keep getting text messages. I'm it's trying like to no one's to. trying to bother right. you. No, they're not in cahoots. Or maybe they are, but some maybe no, but they're not <laughs> all in like cahoots. Everyone's from a completely diff coming from a different <laughs> angle. And like, I'm choosing to respond like a trained puppy immediately to everything and that's on me, so I can't be annoyed. Like, they didn't say, respond immediately. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to do that. So. You're like, well, if I don't reply, they're going to be upset with me. And if, uh-huh, now there's uh-huh. a story attached that you've just made up, and it's right. not real. Right, right. And I think that's, okay, that's good. A story. <laughs> you mentioned stories attached. I don't know if you do this, Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Katie's not even talking. This is the quiet no. uh, Yeah, it's because <laughs> she's soaking in the nuggets. Soaking it in. Stories. Katie and I like to make up stories. Oh, just elaborate backstories. Just elaborate backstories. I've seen Shaylee have an entire argument with a (laughs) fake... With a fake reviewer as it reviewed us. Uh Uh-huh. I have Um, a whole reviewer that I think they could review and say this, but then... 
they say this and this, the, this, and then this, and then really, but then I can email them and say this, and then, and I solved it. And then I'm like, you won. You won that argument with that fake that person. That didn't exist. Well, yeah. At least you won. <laughs> I mean, it was my story. She's got her defense all, all set out just in case the story happens to be true. Um, well, I would love to hear, um, was there kind of a, a breaking point or a moment where you realized like, ooh, this is something I'm encountering personally a lot with people pleasing or with not having a boundary up. Is there something that you said, I need to address this and put a boundary in place? <laughs> my entire life. Okay. So a little backstory, like my family situation wasn't the healthiest growing up. So in a lot of ways I was parenting some of my parents mm-hmm. and as a kid, like that, that was really great for me now because I'm great at my job. So, like, in a lot of ways, I was trained to do my job my whole life. Wow, yeah. Right. And once I moved away to college, I realized there was a lot of codependency in my family and a lot of me wanting, like, you kind of, there's a family structure of, like, a dysfunctional family, and there's usually one person in the family who has to be the savior of the family, and that's kind of my role. Okay. And so I was, like, the perfect one, the one who excelled at everything. I was very high-achieving, successful, and it was, like, the way that I brought joy to my family as I was the the bright, fun one. I could like lighten the room, but people would depend on me for being like the reason the family felt good. Mm. And so when I moved away, I kind of was, I realized that that was a, in conflict with my family. My family actually did better when I moved away, but then I didn't know how to exist without that. So I actually went and I started doing the exact same thing at my church. Hmm. Like I found like a new way to fulfill that exact same role. And I actually never felt like burnt out by it because it was fueling me because the approval mm-hmm. of it is it like filled me back up. But I started realizing it was a problem whenever I was letting people speak into my life as like mentors and things like that who would just tell me things I needed to change. And then I would so quickly try to like become whoever they needed me to be. Mm. And then I would end up resenting them because I wasn't being myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was like this kind of pattern I had got myself in of being whoever other people needed me to be as a survival tactic. But in doing that, I would end up hating those people because I wasn't allowed to be myself. Mm-hmm. Cause if I was myself, I wouldn't get the approval that I, I needed. Yes. And so it was this like tension. And I think it really showed up a lot in jobs because I'm actually funny enough. I actually have a lot of questions for authority. So I would like try to make them happy, but then I would also question their authority. <laughs> right. <laughs> try to make you happy by walking through why you would make that role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but please explain to me. I found out another personality test, uh, Gretchen Rubin's um, motivation styles. Mm-hmm. I'm a questioner. Okay. And so go to the doctor. I'm that person that's like, so can you tell me all the things this medication does? Or can you tell me all mm-hmm. of the reasons why this happens and why it would happen when it probably started? And they're just like, my God, shut up. But <laughs> that's me. But in a, with an authority you're trying to please, it doesn't really work. Right. So I think I started realizing it was a problem where whenever I would go in and have this like need to please the leader of whatever group I was a part of, but then I wouldn't end up like, I would be like, and actually I hate this leader. Right. Mm. Right. And so then I was like, why does this pattern keep happening in my life? It's probably me. <laughs> so, like usually whenever there's a pattern that follows you everywhere. When you're the common denominator. It's probably you. It's probably you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're in the fight with everyone you talk to that day. It's you. It's probably you. If everyone's the worst person you've ever met, you're probably <laughs> the problem. So I like kind of started going into counseling and was like, oh, like my therapist was like, for some reason you keep attracting unsafe people and that's a problem. And so I started realizing that the groups I had surrounded myself with I, I was a perfect match for them. Hmm. 
Because like if you have like I'll, this is an extreme example, but if you have a narcissist, you need a certain kind of person to complement a narcissist. Mm-hmm. They don't match with every kind of person. Right. They suck someone dry. Yeah. They need yeah. someone who is willing to be sucked right. dry, mm-hmm. who lacks boundaries. And so I would be like, why does this keep happening to me? Why do all these crazy leaders keep it's coming like my girl way? Who's like, I just like bad boys. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like you were a perfect match for bad boys. Like why is that? <laughs> and but it's, it's a harsh reality. Yeah. Like if you keep. I mean, it's a spectrum of, like, how severe it can be. Like, it can be, like, oh, you just happen to work a lot at your job. Or, oh, like, you just have to please your mother. Like, I have a lot of friends who have really close families, and their mom actually controls their life, even though they're grown adults. Hmm. Which I find bizarre, because you're a grown woman. You should make your own choices. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, that's a pattern. And once you can start to learn to reprogram that pattern, and really, it serves you until it doesn't. It's mm-hmm. like you were saying, right. like... A lot of times you develop these people-pleasing things because it worked for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why you keep I'm doing popular. it. I'm popular. The teacher's yeah. like, why? Cool. Homecoming court? How could this be wrong? Yes. Right. I'm, I'm I keep perfect. getting rewarded. Literally, sometimes with trophies <laughs> and crowns. You guys, money. I won everything as a kid. <laughs> I won... For, I, I don't know if... I don't know what it was. Like, I won every coloring contest. I won a trip... <laughs> To ride the school in an ambulance, I won. <laughs> I won a bumper sticker contest for the dare, like the police car. They made a bumper sticker out of my like "Don't smoke or your teeth will rot out of your head" bumper well, sticker. Nailed Is it. it. Still around? I yeah, don't know. Like I'm sure. <laughs> I'd like to put that on my car. But I seriously won everything, and like, it's like you're rewarded for being a high achiever. And then halfway through your life, you're like, why do I hate everybody? Mm-hmm. Or why am I so tired? Why am I? Like, why I'm am I so exhausted. exhausted? Why do I resent the people I help out all the time? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Right. I've allowed this. And that sucks because then you actually have to deal with yourself. Because what I did for a long time is I would just cut those people out of my life. Right. I'd be like... And you start to avoid them. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. you're a bad person. You're mean. You know, you expect all these things of me. But then I'd but be you like, wouldn't say that to them. You're doing a passive-aggressive. So I wrote one person a letter. <laughs> a letter? I walk like, out! And it's triple away, usually. If you get a letter from me in your mailbox okay. that's okay. not posted, I just dropped it off. <laughs> and there's, like, shit marks. She was physically here and didn't want to see your face. <laughs> she just left this year. Okay. That was at the peak no. of whenever I realized maybe I had a problem. Okay. <laughs> there it is. So there's that moment. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that letter was funny. I ran into that person a couple okay. weeks ago. How'd it go? Um, funny enough, um, I don't think this person listens to your podcast, but I'm just going to be safe. Um, in that letter, I was like, you're judgmental and you're not very nice to me. And I just let you walk on me and I pretend I'm a different person around you because you make me so uncomfortable. My problem, right? Right. Right. And you're like, you, you, you. Yeah. So I just left that in their mailbox and was like, we probably shouldn't be friends anymore. And so, um, because I felt like they were so judgmental, funny enough, I've been doing so much work on myself. Like I'm trying not to like pay attention to drama and judgment (laughs) because that's been like so much of my life. And I ran into them and I thought we had the best conversation. And when we left, my husband was like, they're just so judgmental. (laughs) And I was like, their judgment didn't even register with me (laughs) so much. (laughs) You did it. So, I mean, it really, I think like it, it's almost like you're like, there's a radio and you're on like a radio station. Yeah. And someone who's that, like, crazy person's on a different radio station, you kind of have to be on their radio station. Right. right. Like, you're cho- you're turning the dial to land on that. Yes. Right. And so, like, what station are you tuned to? Which is a lot easier than going to counseling. To say, just, like, tune your station. 
But, right. you know, counseling helps. Sometimes you can't tune your own station. Yeah, you need, fact. you can't see the pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to help have someone just be like, oh, by the way, my, my therapist said this to me. My first session, he's like, you actually don't have any problems. It just seems like you're involved in everyone else's problems. <laughs> and it's sucking you dry. And I'm like, oh, oh. Okay. interesting. Which is sometimes harder than having your own problems, right? Yeah. But if, like, I played the role of, like, helping everyone in my mm. family. So naturally, I couldn't have problems. That was something I realized later. It's like, oh, oh right. there wasn't space for me to have problems. Mm. Actually, I do have problems. Yes. Oh, right. The problems were there. They're just covered by everyone else's problems. They were covered by all the awards I got. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so many trophies. (laughs) Um, Okay, so question. So you've thrown out therapist, you've thrown out counselor, and you've thrown out, you're obviously a coach, Uh life coach. So is someone like me, where I feel like I could define all of those things, but Mm -hmm. I've never, like, seen a professional... So someone that that could be kind of like taboo, but then half the time I hear people talking and I'm like, oh yeah, I probably, I probably would benefit from that. Yeah. Talk us through kind of what those three things are and then not different people who might need it, but why all of them yeah, would be applicable vocabulary. for everyone. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of different kinds of coaches and counselors. I'll start by saying that, but I like to use coaches and counselors as my best analogy. So say you got injured, mm-hmm. like your physical body got injured. You would go to a physical therapist mm-hmm. because you would have to retrain that muscle or whatever happened to work correctly, just so you could say, walk the right way again. Mm-hmm. So if you had a trauma in your past, psychologically, you would want to see a therapist because they could help you get back to baseline health. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. So if you, like, and you can, I think you can do both simultaneously. It's like you could be working one thing, like work out your body, your upper body, but if you have a broken leg, like probably shouldn't be going on a jog. Right, yeah. You need to see a physical therapist and like let that heal before you can start working that out. And if you mm-hmm. try to do it too soon, you break it back down to where it was before. Yes. And a lot of people don't like to feel emotions Mm -hmm. they think emotions are bad so they avoid therapy because they think like I don't want to have to deal with that like Mm -hmm. I just want to be happy instead and like sorry that's like not how it works you have to like if if you're resisting the pain like you're actually just perpetuating it Mm -hmm. so if you go back to therapy and deal with whatever happens whenever you're ready like it Sometimes you're really, truly not ready to deal with something, and that, like, shouldn't be forced upon anybody. But if you're like, oh, I keep, this problem keeps happening, this issue keeps coming up, it could be good to deal with that in therapy. Coaching is, like, a physical trainer who, like, mm. you can, maybe your body's not as strong as it once was, or maybe you did have an in- in- injury, but you want to, like, work out while being mindful, like, oh, I'm weaker in this area, but I can still work out, and you're not going to be in pain. You're not going to be traumatized by doing the job. I want to be my best self. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, like, coaches, that's my role, helps people once they're at baseline health. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard it explained that way before. That's a really good explanation. Yeah, it does make sense. Put that on my website or something. So would a counselor (laughs) and a coach be kind of similar in that? Or would a counselor fall into the, like, obviously there's, like, a therapist, but... Um, What's the a counselor? Counselors, it's a really, like, loose term because um, you can go to your church and see a counselor, mm-hmm. and they or might school. not have mm-hmm. mental health education. Right. So, um, actually, same with coaches. Some coaches don't have mental health education. And so, I would say do your research and figure out what you need because and a lot of coaches, therapists, and counselors all do free consultations. Like, I do a free consultation, and you, like, I actually have a screening process. Like, I don't take everyone 
mm-hmm. that applies because based on the application, I see what they need and then I can send them in the right direction. Right. So my preference, like this is my personal preference. If you have trauma, I love trauma therapy, like EMDR, and you can actually reprogram your brain around the traumas that happened. And um, I've been to some counselors and like I've been to some spiritual counselors that were like, just pray about it. And I'm like, that's like not what I need. I've been right. doing that, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I would really like, if there's people listening that are like, I'm curious, but I don't know where to start, figure out like, maybe if, if there's a specific incident that is, that worries you, right. there might be a therapist, but like, even like with couples counseling, I love couples counseling. I think it's so great for communication. Like often a, a counselor is great for that. Like you right. might not need to go get a therapist, but if, if they're a good therapist or counselor or coach, I think they would talk with you over the phone and like, let you know if they're the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, if you don't know, if you feel like you need to talk to someone, but you're not even sure where to start, you could go to any of them with the idea of, Hey, I don't know where to start. And hopefully and I just send you chat with you and then you let me know if this is the place or if it's somewhere else. Yeah. That's good. And if they don't okay. suck, they'll send you in the right direction. <laughs> Everyone listening, just email Madison and she'll drop everything. Email Madison. Everything. And do. Because I have no boundaries. No boundaries. But back to boundaries. So I want to hear about um, just some practical things you put into place to, to keep you from going. Going into that. People pleasing. In what area? Because... There's so many areas. Like, I've set boundaries with friends in business, with myself. With myself is the hardest now. Because I'm mm. like, I've changed my mind. I'm not going to honor my boundary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easiest to go against your own boundaries. I Let's think. do, like, personal and friendships. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, is there a circumstance in particular or just, like, how I've done it? Scenario? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scenarios. oh, man. Um, Like, if you have a friend that sucks the life out of you. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I don't know. Whatever name was like, <laughs> Rayleigh. It's probably me. You know, I'm trained in mediation if you guys like need me to have like a mediator. <sighs> Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, fun fact I was a mediator in Peer mediator. And high school. In high school, they train you that in high school? They did. Oh my gosh, that was very serious. <laughs> I don't like Angela. And they're like, peer mediators. Like, bring Angela in. And I was here. like, I'm sure she can't wait to talk about this with me. <laughs> oh, that's kind of weird. Her in high school, peer. they did that. Yeah. I know. It did yes. work, though. It did? Yeah. yeah. They'd all cry and then. Does this mean you did too? I we didn't, didn't go to high school together. We didn't go to high school together. She's just supporting my stories. I did win a counseling <laughs> award in middle school, though. You won a counseling award? Yeah, I didn't. Who gives out a counseling award? I just. I bet you won it if it's an award. <laughs> was it a trophy? It was, was a certificate. certificate. Okay. Okay, so people pleasing. More wall space for certificate. Okay, so she's talking about draining friends. Yes. Draining friends. So, high school, Shaylee, draining friends. Yes. No, let's do it. Let's apply it to modern day. I modern mean, day. There, I mean, there are draining people now. Right. So that's what we want. Yeah. So I like to really, like, I have a list of people. This is how it's really extreme, but I like making lists. So I have a list of people that I like to give my energy to the most. Mm. And so, because I love saying yes to everything because I genuinely love people. Mm -hmm. And like, not because out of guilt, but like genuinely like I want to hang out with everybody. I will say yes if I don't have boundaries in place. And so I have that list just because I'm like, what are my priorities again? Because I forget because everyone's awesome. Right. So that's kind of like where I start of like what people do I want to invest in this year? Like mm-hmm. What relationships? It's, it's like the beginning of the year too. So it's like what friendships are most important to me that I feel like 
are mutual Mm -hmm. because you kind of have different kinds of relationships. Yeah. You have the relationships that fuel both people. You have the relationships that fuel you. And then you have the relationships that you give and get nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily bad. Like I'm not, I don't believe in cutting everyone out who doesn't fill you up, but it's good to know where people stand. Like, do you leave that circumstance feeling like you got life from it? Or did you just give and listen and listen to negativity? Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, like the first place I would start was disengaging from the negativity and responding different. Okay. Let's talk through that. That's interesting. Yeah. So someone's venting Uh and you have a choice as the listener to be like, what, what did he say? Yeah. Or what you just kind of, "Mm -hmm." well, or the other thing I noticed myself doing Mm -hmm. is being like, what bad happened in my life recently that could make me yes. relate to them? And be like, yes. me too. I'm going to be the person that's like, actually, my life is awesome because my life is awesome. <laughs> and I love my life. And for some reason, we as women feel bad liking our lives because if someone's having a bad day. Like you better stay quiet. Better relate, better relate, better relate. Yeah, yes. it's yes. like this empathy of like, I'm like, so I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, what happened in my life recently that I can just relate to them? Right. And so then I would find myself like complaining about my husband. Right. Whenever I'm like, I didn't even feel that bad about what he did, but now I'm like, husbands are the worst. Actually, Men. yeah. Now my I'm upset. working myself up again because I'm remembering. Yeah. And so yeah. I would more than just listening and just being the burden. I would find a way to like interact with the conversation, right? Which mm. I think happens to a lot of people because then now it's a toxic on both sides mm-hmm. because both people are like funneling it down the hole, mm. and so. The first thing I tried to do is to stop doing that mm-hmm. because that was the first place I always went. It's just like, how can I relate? Mm-hmm. And after doing that, I would often like the person's complaining. I would listen and just be like, I'm really sorry to hear that. Like, it sounds like repeat back what they said. And that really sucks. And see what they do with that. And text like, message or in person or that is what, that is what I said. Yeah. Yes. Ah, like, I feel heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to something move more on. positive. Yeah, and true. maybe it won't work. Maybe they're like, mm, yeah, they keep going. And like, that's the same though with like what I found with like gossip mm-hmm. is like, if you're not giving into it and like feeding it, it's not fun to do for It's people. not. They're no, like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> I've even tried to heckle Katie and she shut it down by like agreeing with me and complimenting me. I've tried to heckle her before. Yeah. I'm like, like friend, funny heckling, but it's like, I bet you don't know how to blah, blah, blah. Like, you're right. I don't. You're so much better at that than me. And I'm like. This isn't fun. <laughs> How back. to deal with the yeah. bully. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, people don't like it whenever uh, everyone's complaining and you're like, like, so how was your week? And tell them your week was awesome if it was awesome. Yeah. Right. Like, you if, have permission to, like, have an awesome week. It doesn't mean you have and to then, And then if the whiner's like, I never get anything out of our conversations, I think I'll phase them out. You're like, okay. Ba- okay, bye. <laughs> phase out my sunshine. You become very less fun to them That's if you true. stop complaining. And if they're like, oh, God, Madison's just so happy all the time. It's so irritating. I'm sorry. Mm, my, my coach always tells okay. me they just float right out of your life. Like <laughs> you just don't even have to do anything. They usually, like you don't even have, I used to think it had to be this dramatic conversation. Right. Like, like oh, we're, we're breaking up. You're a really negative person. I'm going to write you a letter. Right. Drink up with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that was my idea of boundaries. Yes. Like I got to cut you out. And now it's like, it's so good. You probably won't enjoy hanging out with me if I'm not on that same radio station mm. as you. And if you do, I will just limit the amount of time I spend with you. 
Girl, this Girl. was a good practical tip. Girl. It was Woo! a good 30 minutes. I gotta go. This is getting too negative. Mm, no. no. Oh my goodness. Never. Okay, and then, so that's like with a peer. Yeah. And then what about with yourself? Oh, dang it. self-talk all day? <laughs> no, um, I set up, like, I know what my intentions are. Mm-hmm. And I know where I'm supposed to be giving my energy. So, like, for example, my friends are planning a girls' trip. But my husband and I are also thinking about moving. And so I have to sit down and be like, okay, what do I actually, what do I want? And what are my priorities that mm-hmm. I preset? Okay. And so is that what you mean about with myself? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Because That's I have, good. I love making lots of commitments. Mm-hmm. And then. Just speaking my language. My calendar's really full and then I'm really stressed out and all that. And then that. my husband will say, you made your calendar. Yes. You filled those spots up. <laughs> Did yeah. I? What is it? I say it's, it's heavy. It's because you picked it up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> dang it. <Good>. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feedback my own stuff to me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really try to keep like my priorities in mind, but I'm not the best at this with myself. Like this okay. is like right now is my season with myself of being like, I need to free my calendar. I need to not be committed to so much because I was going a mile wide and an inch deep with mm. all of my work, with a lot of things and it wasn't allowing me to have like for me if I get the reason why I need to do something I'm like oh okay like if Mm -hmm. I want to go deep with this and I really want it to be effective I need to stop saying yes to everything Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I get that and so and then all of a sudden you have an afternoon off and you're like I did this yeah I did this and I've been scheduling play into my calendar (gasps) it's color-coded pink because that's really fun what give me something that categorizes as play so For me, I actually made a list this morning of all the things I like to do for play. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can you forward it to me? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, fine. Just list off, like, your top ones. So, okay. I like to work out. That's play for me. Mm. Um, I, I like to go to a fitness studio. If I have to do it at home, it's okay. not play. Okay. So, like, now I have People. to budget and play. Yep. People, actually, like, is one of them. Like, I like to do things with friends. Board games, because I'm lame. That was on my play. Up top! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love going to... I like going to the movies. I like going to shows. Like, my husband's concerts was on his list. Mm-hmm. I like going on a hike. I like doing anything outside. I like brunch with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I those like... Those are so good. Those are play things. So, I need to schedule... This is what my coach told me, actually. She goes... She likes to prioritize four things. Hustle. I'm good at that. Healing. I'm good at that. Rest. Not so good at that. Play. Not so good at that. Hmm. And so, my goal this year is to balance them. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I was basically last year... Um, I was healing, like I would go to therapy and I would get my coaching so I could hustle more. Mm. But I wasn't resting and I wasn't playing. Hmm. So life became very tiring and not very fun. Right. (laughs) Because it was like heavy healing and like, now I'm only working. You become the deep person that's like, so what else have you been learning in your life? And they're like, I want to play. Yeah. (laughs) What about you around? You're a life sucker. (laughs) What else is healing under healing? So um, my chiropractor, I put my calendar as healing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that counts, but I put that as healing. Literally, it's healing. Yeah. And um, I don't have any illnesses, like not gone was, so I don't have to heal that. But for me, it's like if I notice like something's coming up a lot, like over the holidays, I had some like old stuff come up that I was like, oh, I'm actually really sad about this. And I forgot until I was confronted with the situation. And now that it's here, instead of just pretending that this doesn't exist because it sucks to realize, Mm -hmm. I'm going to schedule an appointment with my counselor or with my coach to make sure I actually address it. Mm. So it it doesn't affect you over the long term. So for me, it's like, okay, I'm not going to go searching for problems to heal. Right. But if something does come up, up, I know where to go for that. Mm -hmm. And I have, I kind of have built a support team. Right. Because 
I like to go and just be like, whatever's wrong with me, fix it. And they're right. like, you need to stop coming so much. You know? <laughs> so, it's, like, it's like having your toolkit. Because yes. if you don't have a primary care physician and you get sick, then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm not going to the emergency room. So it's not yeah. worth it. But it's like if you don't have people in place, it's going to be mm, really hard analogy. Yeah, to heal. Is. Well, I mean, not that I've been there, but maybe. Um, <laughs> pancreatitis. Hashtag pancreatitis. Oh, uh, yeah, it was good. My gallbladder's gone. We're all good. It's gone. Oh, wow. uh, but she I had to put go to a boundary ER. and she cut the gallbladder. I, cut it right I literally out. cut it out of my life. It, it, did it you floated it, it floated away. I didn't have surgery. It floated, it down floated away. Um, yes. Uh. No, they wrote me a letter with a large bill. <laughs> okay. <but laughs> okay. No, that's so. I love the hustle, healing, rest, play, and making sure that those are kind of all equal. And then if you're a people pleaser, then it's really easy to have those off balance. I mean, I think it's easy for anyone to have those off balance, mm-hmm. but especially like where the people you're trying to please, like where do they fit in that category? Mm-hmm. Like I will notice like there are times where I have played too much in neglected yes. work yeah. because I'm like just wanting to not say no to my friends. Or right. play turns into not play anymore when you're like overscheduled and you're like, I gotta make it to that thing because the people will be counting on me. And you're like, right. no, they're gonna be fine if four friends go instead of five. You're like, you're not like gonna make or break it for everyone. Sorry. Yeah. And that, that doesn't Get off feel your good. high horse. Yeah. And so, anyway, sometimes it's okay to say no. I think that's the other oh my God. hard thing is like, and it's almost, I feel like I'm being, um, like self sacrificing sometimes, but really it's putting myself in this big pedestal to be like, I Everyone have to say yes because they all need me. And it's like, no, they don't. They call that the savior complex. They're gonna right? be fine. Yes, but like I wouldn't say it's because I have like this high. I mean, maybe I do. Maybe it's deep in there. But it's like the thing of if I don't do it, no one will. Or like volunteering over a thing for a nonprofit or whatever. And it's like, yeah. I can't say no because if I don't do it, who will? I'm like, well, someone was doing it before you. And if you need to stick, like, take a step back, like, they'll find someone. It's, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that's, like, the biggest thing. I notice especially women who are really involved in their churches. Mm-hmm. It's, like, been embedded in them since they were really young. And same thing with me. Of, like, it is your duty to do this. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're actually not honoring your faith. Mm-hmm. So I see mm-hmm. a lot of women who, like, struggle with, like, but this is what God wants me to do. Right. So how can you tell me to set a boundary? That feels really unloving. That feels anti what God wants me to do. Right. And so a lot of the work I do is like, it's actually not about like scheduling. I feel like is like top level boundaries. That's like, <laughs> you're so good at it that you just have to change your schedule. But if your schedule is full because of your belief system, mm-hmm. like that's going to be a problem because you can change your calendar, but you're not going to honor it. It's yeah. going to get full again anyway. Right. So like, like in my work, like I actually, I don't even look at people's calendars. I'm like, that's like... Once we address the reason why you're so overbooked, which is usually like they need me. And there's like that, there's that old pattern or old belief systems, or this is what women in my family just do. Women in my family have to make a meal for the holidays. I'm like, well, why? And you ask if I love the dig deep seven times, like ask why seven times. I love that too. And you're like, oh, well, we just have to do it because like, that's what we've always done. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, why? Mm. It's like, Wow, that's just what women do. And you start getting deeper and deeper and deeper. It's the meaning of Christmas. The hell is the meaning of Christmas? <laughs> and you're like, either this is really dumb, or it's like, oh, I don't want to upset my mom. Yeah. Right, right. And, and that's like, really the why. And right. that's really the why. And it's like, well, why? Well, that's not, maybe oh, yeah, it's maybe not. It's not. Why, why don't you want to upset your why mom? Why do you want to upset your mom? Like, well, it, X, Y, or Z. Right, you know, right. Like, she can't handle herself whenever, like, she's upset. So everyone has to make her happy because if she's not happy, then this happens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well... 
what's bad about that happening? And you start asking yourself all these questions. You're like, oh my gosh, like I'm literally just trying to keep the fabric of this intact and there's no reason, right? Mm -hmm. There's no reason for it. Or it's like, well, that's just what they expect of me and it's what you should do. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny because a lot of that is just like holding really tight to like expectations and what people want from you and nothing is going to go wrong if you don't have ham. You know, it's like... Right, mm -hmm. the world will still turn. Yes, exactly. And people will still love you. And a lot of it goes down to, I think a lot of all this comes down to, and if that happens, then I'll be alone. Right. Yes. And no one wants to be alone. No one will celebrate Christmas with me. Yeah. I will be by myself. And my family will leave me, and my mom won't talk to me again, which... I know people that happens to the people. family falls apart over ham, and then other moms are like, "I don't care about the ham, honey. I want honey, you to I never cared about the ham, <laughs> right? Yeah. Why I didn't you like ham? <laughs> right? So even no though you find out ham. at the end yeah. of the day that like you are happiest and you are most fulfilled right. whenever you're honoring yourself mm-hmm. and not living your life like the freaking ham. It was never about the ham, right? And if your mom is super upset about the freaking ham. Maybe your mom should be confronted with that because right. that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, moms. Sorry, moms. Hey, yeah. young moms out there, don't be that mom. Don't be the ham mom. Don't be the ham mom. Mm-hmm. And if you are, just go to therapy. You'll be fine. Right. You'll be. Fine. It's all. It's all fixable. It's all fixable. It's what does Marie okay. Forleo say? It's all figure outable. Figure outable. I like <laughs> yeah. that even better. And we all have things like that. Like we all have things that we have expectations we're imposing on other people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And if they don't oh, yeah. fulfill them. That is our issue if we're upset. That's our issue. Yes. Yes. Ooh, Ooh, that's that's good. good. I'm way more fun than this, you guys. (laughs) This is fun. You're being fun, and we're going to do a fun segment. Well, you know what? Um, I can't decide if playing blocks for hours with my kids qualifies as hustle or play. (laughs) Are you having fun? Half the time. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. It depends on the day. It depends on the day. It depends on the day. Sometimes sometimes it really feels like a hustle. (laughs) Uh, You should should mark that in your calendar as hustle just so you have a clear picture of what you're doing. (laughs) Just so you know, this is hustling. Um, Yeah, is that your job? Is self-care in the healing section or is all of this considered that? Is this all like a portion of... Well, I didn't make this up. My coach is Elise and Scott Christ. Like, this is the way they live their life, mm-hmm. and they're helping me be, like, a better balanced person. Okay. <laughs> and not just hustle and healing, but from what I understand, the way I feel about it, it feels like all of it is self-care when it's in balance. When it's in balance, yes. And so I'm not the kind of person that's like, okay, so if you didn't have an hour alone this morning, you're lacking in your self-care. Because, like, right. that's not practical for everyone's right. life. Right, right. But are you honoring yourself in general? Mm-hmm. Are you finding time for things that make you happy? And if you're not, like, some of that's even mindset. Like, some people are just unhappy. Yeah. And they could be more happy if they chose to be. Right. And they yes. need Choose joy. support right. in getting there sometimes. But, like, like, you can have an hour in the morning, but, like, are you scrolling on Instagram being like, man, I don't get to do that, blah, blah, blah. It's right. like, that's... Well, the podcast, I feel, if you ask me, I would say it's half self-care and it's half hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's half, like, worky type playing hustle, and then it's half playing, mm-hmm. and then it's half, like, but I genuinely find joy for it. Like, I enjoy this. It's something I look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, work. It would be a... But then there are portions of it that are work. Orange. orange on the calendar. Orange. It's a hustle play. I don't think I have an orange category. Actually, maybe I do have an orange. I just I just color coded yesterday. That's new for me. I was like, maybe it would help if I visually saw these things broken up. I kind of want to do that. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So let's. Is there like a an actionable? Yeah. Wrap up bite size nuggies you'd give to someone who's a creative entrepreneur Mm -hmm. 
Um, I know you've also, just to nutshell, you've had odd jobs. So you many. were a server <laughs> when you started your awesome, you had this like awesome online branding persona and then we're like serving to like hustle it through. Uh-huh. And I worked in a fitness studio and, and I was catering. Studio. Right. <laughs> All the things. Yeah. Um, so people who are like, must be nice. Be like, coach, travel, <laughs> be cool online. Um, but Madison. Has, it is nice. Made and the, it's also it's hard. It's really nice, awesome and hard. Um, but you made the leap into being a creative entrepreneur. Yes. So a lot of our mm-hmm. listeners want to do that, have done it or are trying to do it, or maybe they're in the point of like trying to grow their business intentionally. Some of them have kids, some of them are single. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They're kind of all in there. So what advice would you give them if you were just to wrap up advice? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm two years into my business and I'm just now hiring a business coach. And I think so many people focus on business and they don't focus on their personal mental health. Mm -hmm. And they even focus on their physical health more than mental health. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I I think it's a cultural thing. I think a lot of people are afraid that if they get mental health help, it means they're broken. Mm -hmm. But what's funny is in my work on my website, it says like this work is about the fact that you are not broken. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the belief that something is wrong with you is a belief that you've accumulated over your life. And so really a lot of that, even the things that hold you back in entrepreneurship are stories and beliefs and expectations of other people. And if you got rid of those, you'd be so much more free to pursue what you're passionate about. And I think a lot of people are just like, well, I just need to make more money. And I just need to hustle more. And I just need to figure out the right Instagram strategy. It's like those things are good things. But if you are clear in your mind and you are clear emotionally and you are truly centered in on what you want, which takes time and uncomfortable reflection sometimes, it's so worth it because you actually get to live life with like, the reason why most of my clients don't pursue what they want to do is because they're afraid of what someone thinks, probably their parents or their friends. And they're crippled by the fear of failing. They're crippled by trying to do it all the right way the first time. And all of that is mindset, all of it. Mm-hmm. And so they're like the next Instagram class you can take online is not going to help you overcome that yeah, because yeah, that's so- internal. Like you can have a million strategies, but still hate your life. <laughs> right. So, okay. So what would you say to someone who, let's say it is their friends or their parents and yeah. we did the whole starting a business where our parents were like, what? <laughs> but what would you say to someone then who their mindset's not right? I would say get support around that. And that could be as simple as journaling. It could be as simple as getting a coach. It could be as simple as finding someone in your community. Like if you're in a church that offers a counselor checking that out and seeing if it's what you want. It might not be what you want, but it's worth checking into because there's a, there's a lot more resources than people think there are. Mm-hmm. So there's so many therapists that are local to every area. There are like life coaches. Like I, mo- all my clients aren't local. All of them I talk to on the phone or video chat. Oh, wow. There is so accessible. It's so accessible. And so much of it starts with self-reflection. Yeah. So whenever you, you're having those fears or anxieties, ask yourself, why? Why am I so afraid of this? And also, like, these are the three questions I always ask my clients at the top of every call. It's, how are you feeling right now? With an, Not just like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, okay, like, so how do you actually feel? Right. And then they're like, actually, all these things happened, and I'm feeling really anxious. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you're not good is like a surface level right. thing. <laughs> it's like a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. And it's it's not to, like, dive into even the thing that's wrong. Just getting comfortable gauge, with how yeah. you feel, yeah, and checking in consistently is really important. 
mm-hmm. because you're actually showing up that way even if you don't think you are. Mm-hmm. And then the second question is, what do I need right now to feel the way I want to feel? And that makes you ask, okay, what, what do I want and what could I do right in this moment? And not even what could I do, but like identifying, oh, I need to go talk to so-and-so to heal that thing that happened. Or I need a glass of water. Like, seriously, it could be oh, that. I'm just literally just thirsty. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, oh, I got to the end of the day and I've been hustling and momming so hard. I forgot to eat. Maybe I should have a snack. Right. Huh? <laughs> like, it could really, like, how do I feel? Hungry. You know? Right. <laughs> like, it could be that simple. And the third one is what are you celebrating? Because I think we often forget to check in. Like, you actually could feel really sucky or insecure, but you could also be celebrating something at the same time. Like, you can have both. Mm. So I think asking those three questions, how do you feel, what do you need, and what are you celebrating every day in the morning or at least once a week is really important. Those are the three questions I ask my clients every single time we meet. And then every time you have one of those like insecure or like, oh my gosh, people are going to judge me or they're going to think I'm so over the top. Um, And people, by the way, totally thought I was over the top. Like I just kept going until (laughs) I convinced them that this is what I do for a living. (laughs) Right. Are the only three people that it's like, oh, people are going to think I'm over the top. Some people probably don't have that thought, but some people probably don't. But like honestly, are those people your clients? Yeah. Actually, I think some of them have turned into my clients, which is great. (laughs) Like I love seeing people. You warm over that. Which number one strength is woo. Woo. But I love seeing people who. I think, like, maybe we're skeptical of what I do. And subscribe to my email list. And I'm like, oh, uh, get you. here uh, you are. But, yeah. Did <laughs> I answer? Good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. More okay. than answered. I think you answered. I have a lot to think about. I have, like, I have like, three questions I need to think about. <laughs> um, yes. What are you celebrating? Um, the podcast. Yeah. This podcast. We had a whole dedicated free of just podcasts. Just podcasts. That's felt a lot epic. like play. It felt a lot like play. Play and hooky. There was sushi involved. We had sushi. That sounds amazing. We fancy. We fancy. And it's snowy, so sushi kind of feels like tropical. Uh-huh. Let's have right. LaCroix. <laughs> yes. Totally. We like LaCroix it. We sushi it. We got all the good things into one day, including Madison. Yay. Oh, Madison. Uh, yes. We are going to play a segment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it's going to involve role playing. Okay. Real oh, quick though. Yes. I want to let you guys know that oh, I will oh. send you guys a link for all of your people. If they want to start somewhere, I have a free journal guide. Yes. So yes. I'll send you guys a link. It'll be for the Shady and Katie podcast cool. and you, all your people. It's totally free. Just go download it. And it's, it literally supports you through 31 days of self-reflection. Mm. So that's it's like, good. Oh, and her stuff is beautiful guys. I have yeah. a good graphic designer. Well, but the content is good. Too. She has a good tool. <laughs> she has a good toolkit, but it's beautiful to look at hey, as well as you chose the tool. You chose the tool. I did. There it's you go. Beautiful. Segment. Um, Let's do it. Yes. No. Okay. okay it's going to involve role playing. <laughs> so get your acting hats on, everyone. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. We're going to take a real life, uh, well, realish life moment from Shaylee's past. Okay. Oh, it's real. Um, <laughs> Where perhaps she was people pleasing. Okay, perhaps. And then you're gonna give her your advice, and we're gonna see if she can do it again with more boundaries in place. Okay. 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 So I'll be the person sucking the life out of you. Okay. Let's say I was 19. Mm-hmm. You'll portray the role <laughs> of Shaylee. I will be Shaylee. Hi, I'm Shaylee. Okay. And you are you're going a to be life sucker, life adult. coach. Okay. Do I get a different name or am I my name? Uh, you're Madison Headland. Okay. Life coach. Uh, okay. LLC. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's. Do you even give me a different name? Um, I was just thinking something like, um, oh, Natasha. 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 <laughs> Natasha. She's European. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, ring, 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 ring. Uh, hello? 
Shaylee, I'm so glad I caught you. Um, I'm assuming you have no life of your own, which is great because I'm having an emergency that I would like for you to assume is your own problem. Yeah, how can I help? I need a babysitter in an Mm -hmm. hour. There's going to be 10 kids. Okay. Um, We have a very low budget, and we do need you to come immediately. Uh, you good? You good? Well, hold 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 on, hold on. I'm with my I'm with my boyfriend. We're actually out shopping right now. I um, called you because you never let me down. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I like I love that you love me. Um, let me. You're the best. You know what? You're the best. I can't, but. But what? Let me give me like thirty minutes, and I'm gonna call like fourteen people that I know, and I'm gonna find a babysitter for you because your problem is my problem. Hey, that would <laughs> that would be great because okay. you saying can't uh, means you're in my debt. Right. So sit sit down and put your feet up real quick, and okay. I'm gonna take the shopping trip, and I'm just gonna start rolodexing through every number that I have and making calls, and I'm gonna take. Cool. My Could you just lay down, and I'll use you as an ottoman? Right. That's what I'm doing. Your feet are on me. Perfect. Okay. And then hang up, and then I call 12 people frantically while I'm at Marshall's. This isn't real, but maybe. <laughs> um, 12 people while, while I'm with Jonathan, in which he says, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm calling kind of the babysitter. Babysitter for tonight. Babysitter's club. I just and started goes, this. Their problem, not your problem. And then I found him a babysitter. The end. Okay. Well, that sounded healthy. Right? <laughs> First of all, I don't like Katie's character. (laughs) (laughs) And she's an adult using a 19-year-old. That's the fun part. Oh, of course. Guys, that was a character, though, okay? It took a lot out of me. It was a character. These events and names have been changed. (laughs) Any likeness was coincidence? It was somewhat similar to an event that seriously happened. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) I was just calling for hours. They didn't need me in an hour. They needed me that night, so it gave me more time to waste. Finding. (laughs) That's true. An hour would have been less. Okay. You actually could have just worked for them in the amount of time that you worked for them. Mm. I could have. Mm. And been paid. Yes. And been paid. <laughs> I don't know. And it's like I go My into advice it. is you should have sent an invoice for your time <laughs> as a receptionist. I should have. I should have. It That's was like, I, like, Jonathan pumped me up to being like, no, you can't babysit tonight. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then everything, every time I say no, it has to, it's never no blank space. It's always no, but no is a complete sentence. Right. Really. And I didn't. Shaylee then did not know that. And I would always say, no, but I'll hand you And if they give me blank space, like, let's say I try to leave blank space, and then they give me more blank space, then it's, like, worse. You just keep talking. I just, I just, <clears throat> committing. I crumble. I'm sorry, but here's $100. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay, so why don't you speak some back. truth into her, give her some Help confidence, me. and then we can try this phone call. Again. So, I'm curious, like... Mm. Well, for one, I think my favorite line is to say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not available for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like, just no. Can't. It's like, I'm actually mm-hmm. not available. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not available for this conversation. Gotta go. Mm-hmm. Because some people like some people like that too, like Katie's character, mm-hmm. will spot that like weakness and they'll like almost intentionally Lean make you feel it. bad. Mm. Like, oh man. And you're like... <laughs> Like, I can call people for you. You know, where it's like, oh, you're really putting me out, man. It's yeah. like, I'm sorry that you chose. Ooh, but also, I'm not available wait But for also, that. like, you didn't back out of a commitment. That's exactly. the thing to remember here. Exactly. It's like, exactly. whenever you're in this situation and someone's asking something of you and you feel guilty, remembering, I have done nothing wrong. Yes. Because I'm living my life and I couldn't fulfill <laughs> someone else's need 
that was because that, of them. Right, that you didn't know. That you didn't know Yes, about. that's good. It'd be different if you were like an hour before, like, I can't come, you know, I will call people. Right. Like, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Like, yeah, if you want to fulfill your commitment of having this <laughs> thing, but you actually had no commitment. Right. That's good. And then made yourself committed. But it, it'd be tricky because to, like, offer you advice to, like, yourself a couple years ago because I want to, like, coach you on it. I'm like, okay. It's really sweet that you said a couple years ago because it was definitely, like, 11. I don't know how old you are. I'll be 31 this month. For you. Are you sad? No. <laughs> I'm feeling happy. I'm confident. 30s are like, I hear the best. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited. But yeah, was, that was a long time ago. Well, 11 years ago. So I would ask like, what, the first thing I would ask is like, what feelings did it bring up in you? Stress. And Why? Anxiety. Because I was letting someone down in my brain. And why I did that literally, you? I think I had the same anxiety that I would have if I had committed something to someone and backed out. That's how I felt. Yeah. 100% in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why? I don't know. I please. I'm the youngest. I'm a people pleaser. I'll do anything. I bring everyone together. I want everyone to be happy. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is remembering you actually don't owe this person anything mm-hmm. by simply existing. <laughs> you are alive yeah, that's good. and you're living your life and you don't owe anyone anything and if you committed to it it would be different right right that's very different yeah very very different but yeah I would say I'm not available for that and I would also say like if they're very obviously upset right and very pushy like I'm really sorry that you are upset because you don't have a person but don't take that on as your responsibility I'm so sorry that you waited until the last minute <laughs> I wouldn't like, <laughs> say I'm so sorry that like I can't be there for you right because you're no. putting that on no, no, you no, right. oh, like, no. I'm so sorry you don't have a babysitter yeah because it's like no that's it's your problem it's not my problem I assume all the problems that's so it's good yeah take it on as your burden <sighs> okay. it's your fault but okay. I also like that you said I'm not available for that Period, because what Shaylee and I both do Excuses. sometimes is tell them our Why? whole agenda for the whole evening, and then you if it starts, to say no. and then if Girl. it starts sounding weak, <laughs> even keep filling oh, in. Weak meaning not as important. Yeah, as if it sounds do. it's not, it's, I'm so sorry I can't because I'm at Marshalls. Because I'm shopping for a dress. I have to be a because, because there's a thing. Right. Because in my mom's opinion on me, and it's it's like, why did you give her girls so group. much information? I canceled girls group last week. I couldn't go, and I was like, uh, Jonathan's on a scooter and like sick and all of these things, and I have a client in the morning. Like I haven't prepared and all these things. I'll and be a text like, to a group. Right via text, no response because right they were probably like we don't Whatever. care. You just, it's fine. You just tell us you're not. <laughs> we assume we're we good. weren't gonna have it. Right. <laughs> well, and actually, then, you said I had to cancel girls group. Yes. You just had to not go. Right. It still no, no, no. Not cancel girls group. I was she not wasn't physically hosting going. in any way. No. no. I was physically not showing up, but of course, you know, I'm the highlight of everyone's life, so <laughs> <laughs> that was going to just like dash Ruined the dreams. It. So I was feeling a lot of pressure that I created for myself. This is real time. This is 11 years later. Uh, this week, real time. <laughs> Literally last week. And so I texted the whole thing, and then I felt like, why did I text so much information? It's like a, a downward spiral of just more reasons that I couldn't go, which no one was pressuring me. Yeah. And then Katie <laughs> responded and was like, you know, you didn't need all of those reasons. You could have just said that you weren't going to make it. And I was like, but I needed, but don't I was like, what me. would they have done or said? Or, and she's like, I don't know. Like unconditionally loved you. Like you're fine. You're not going to be alone. Yeah. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to keep you out of the grocery I know. Guys, you just coached me. Okay, let's do this again. I'm ready. Well, I wanted to say real quick okay, yes. that, like, bef- for people listening, mm-hmm. a good thing to do is be like, 
not be on the phone with the person while you're making your decision mm, is yes. saying, um, let me call you back. I need to think about and talk about that with so-and-so or right. I need to think about my commitment just to give yourself some buffer time to calm right. down and not immediately be like, all right, to the expectation. Yes. Right. Because right. if it's live on the phone, That's you good. don't have that buffer time. So being like, can I call you back? I need to see what my commitments are tonight. And That's then a really good idea. you can call them back after you're like, I have taken Ready. a breath. Ready. Okay. I'm not like, and you kind of like work out what you want to say, even if yeah. it's just, okay, I'm reading a script. I'm not available for that. Now okay. I just I can answer it. the phone. So that works. Too. Yeah. Or you just write them a letter. Yeah. <laughs> or you drop it off. And or just write them a letter and don't put post-it on it so they know that you came there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this again. Okay. okay. <clears throat> ring, ring, ring. Hello. Uh, hi, is this Shaylee? Um, yes, it is. is Shaylee. Who speaking to? Is this Shaylee never lets me down, Murphy? Uh, no, Sherry Kelly, but thank you. <laughs> oh, no. We're she just a monster. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to get my name right, if you're going to call me. <laughs> um, I was just hoping, praying, uh, you would really help me out if you could babysit tonight. It's tonight? actually in like an hour. Oh, wow. That was yep. a bad decision on your end. <laughs> That was a lack of planning. Um, oh, I know, but uh, you always come through. Uh, well, um, I'm sorry, but I'm actually not available for that, and I actually don't owe you anything by existing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm sorry that you don't have a sitter for your event tonight. Your event. Um, is there anything else I can't help you with? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just curious. What are you doing that's so important? Is it play um, or I'm is gonna, it hustle? I'm going to take a bubble bath. <laughs> because resting. if it's not hustle, then I am not interested in I'm your just, excuses. I'm just resting tonight, actually. It's it's on my calendar. It's on my calendar. Woo! Thank you. Wow. Wow. That's a really good point. Thank you. But I have to Thank add you. is like... If play is on your calendar, that is a reason to say no to something. Yeah. yeah. And if rest is on your calendar, or could be, also a reason to say no to wow, something. Wow, listen to so that. Good. Oh, listen Madison. You're like, my Thank calendar you. is full. I'm so sorry. Of so rest. Of everything I need. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. And that's the people so who good. make me happy. And that's it. And I like the thing, too, of even, like, if you have kids, put playing with your kids intentionally on your calendar. Right. And that, that can be something that you turn other Under things hustle, down for. Or, or, or play. Play. <laughs> whichever day it is. Ah, uh, Madison. Madison. Thank you. You fixed wow. Shaylee. You fixed me. Oh, oh no. I don't want to be, I don't want to no. leadership over that. No. <laughs> you created a monster. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, Shaylee was going to say the send off, but she just left the house and has middle fingers in the air and is walking down the street. <laughs> cussing uh, at everyone. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure we learned anything. It's okay because no one can see it, right? <laughs> Okay. I, I can see it. You guys Your can neighbors see it. You already blinked me once. Well, you know. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to make another category for that. I Because I don't have any kids, so I don't... I don't have a category. It can be a rainbow. Yeah. It can be the rainbow color. Like, we don't It know. is a complicated emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Shaylee and Katie, the podcast was recorded in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love hearing from you on Instagram, emails, and especially iTunes reviews. Reviews help others hear about the podcast, and we read every single one. We also really appreciate you guys who share the podcast with your friends on social media. If you want to reach out, you can contact us at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com, or you can find us at shayleeandkatie.com. We couldn't do it without you, and we love you. <laughs>